You're listening to Engage Arizona, public policy for daily life. Once again, we're talking with a mom about school choice, and at Center for Arizona Policy, we support parents and the school choice that they make as being what's best for their children. We believe in parents having the broadest range of school choices in our state, and we're blessed to be in a state where parents can choose from district schools, charter schools, private schools, online, home schools, and we want to support parents in keeping those rights and those opportunities available. So today I've got with me um, Sarah Raybon, who is one of those moms who's done every school choice I think. I have. Yes and so let's start off by just sharing a little bit about your family and you're another one that's got a very interesting range of ages with your children. I do, I do. So uh, my name is Sarah and I grew up here in Arizona. I live in Peoria, Arizona and I have five children. The oldest just turned 23 and the youngest uh, is four. So we do have a wide range. I have one starting kindergarten in the fall and one off to college in August. So um, school choice is near and dear to my heart and and I have uh, personally benefited, our family has, has been the recipient of tax credit, your scholarship tax credit funds to help us send our oldest to private school when we found that that was the best fit for him. We've had wonderful experiences with Arizona's charter schools. We have a wonderful growing charter school network here in Arizona, some of the top schools in the nation even. So, and, and even open enrollment, we've taken advantage of that. Uh, so our kids, I mean, it's, we have been blessed to be to live here in Arizona, to raise our family here, and to have all these choices. I don't think people realize how many choices we have. So the young mom or dad that's out there like, oh my goodness, you just talked about all these different choices. Where do I begin? How do I, you know, whether it's, you know, five-year-old Johnny going to kindergarten or my, my high schooler going into high school, how do you start to sort through what's, what's the best school choice? It, it really comes down to reaching out, you know, people, word of mouth, they hear things from um, friends, you know. I think my friend, you know, sends their child to a different school. How, how are they doing that? And I'll get calls from families uh, referred to me by other families, and, and you just need to, to look into what's available. You can look up on many websites that we have here in Arizona. PrivateSchoolReview.com is a great one, GreatSchools.net. Parents can put their address in. You can look up charter schools, public schools, private schools, and like you said, we have wonderful homeschool options. We have online public homeschools where you get all everything you need to educate your children at home or you can choose from any one of many private homeschool curriculum providers. So give us those two websites again. Greatschools.net and privateschoolreview.com are two that I recommend. So your children that have already graduated high school and gone on to college, did they go to the same school choice the whole time, or did you move them around based on needs, or how did that go? Oh, goodness, no. You know, I think when I started, when Andrew started in kindergarten, I think in one of the first charter schools in the state, uh, he was there for a few years. We moved. We moved to a public school, and it was a great public school fit. We found when he reached junior high, that it, things got a little bit more challenging and we thought, you know, I think we might need to start looking somewhere else. So we found a private school nearby. I was able to apply to one of our many tax credit programs here in Arizona, one of our uh, school tuition organizations, get some scholarship help. We were able to send him to private school. So he was able to go to a private school for junior high and high school and that was a huge, huge, huge benefit and a huge blessing to our family. Okay, so I think your daughter just graduated from a charter school. She did. Was it a basis school? It was basis, yes. So tell us about that option because we hear about basis, one of the top schools in the nation. 
education. Um, the academics, how rigorous, I mean, how um, I assume that she could handle the academics or she wouldn't have graduated. So share a little bit about that. Well, basis, it is, it is unique, it is rigorous. Uh, we found that there was plenty of support. Uh, the teachers uh, were, were more than willing to go to whatever step needed to help your child be successful. There was, uh, there was, it was work, and she did work. She had to work for those grades, but it was, it was just such a blessing to be able to send her to a school like that with that level of academics. And in other states, schools like this, I mean, they're charging tuition we could never afford. So to, to think that in Arizona, this is something that the state pays to allow us to make this choice and we're able to make that and it doesn't cost us anything is just I mean it's mind-boggling to me and now she's going on to college she's staying she in state is. right she, she decided, is. To, stay she in decided state. to go in state she was definitely wanting to maybe go out of state but she decided she was going to stay here she got a full tuition scholarship to Barrett so she'll be going to Barrett so one of the top programs mm -hmm. at any of our mm -hmm. any of our three universities yes. mm -hmm. So what was the downside to being at, a, um, at the charter school at basis? Hmm. I think the, the, the only downside, I think, is that it's more of a global environment. Um, it's not, it, it's diver very diverse, which we loved. I did love the diversity. I think it was a great experience to be exposed to so many different people from everywhere, people from all walks of life. Um, but it was the, the, um, the patriotism, you know, we, our family loves our country. We love America. And not to say that, that basis doesn't love America, but it's just when you have all those cultures, it's kind of a melting pot. And uh, so we just kind of felt that it was at times a little too global, a little too, a little too global and, and not, and not as, um, and not as much American exceptionalism, if you might, not as much emphasis on that as we would have enjoyed. Maybe, well, and might. that points out the differences in charter schools yes. because some charter schools would be more conservative curriculum, Absolutely. outlook in nature, versus mm -hmm. basis is going to be more yes. global, more focused on yes. what college you're going to go to. I mean, more mm -hmm. higher academics and, and oh, more, more a, a wide range of worldviews and not necessarily exactly. conservative. And so you have to know that going in. Exactly. And I, they're, as in Great Hearts, we have great hearts at the Charter School Network here in Arizona, and they are more literature. It's, it's more literature. They study the Bible even as literature and, and the great works and the great books. So it's definitely definitely a different atmosphere, whereas basis is more, you know, from the very get-go, the kids are doing physics, biology. You know, it's, it's more of a science-based mm -hmm. versus, you know, the, the more the, the classical literature and arts. Thing. Now does basis start in first grade? They actually start in kindergarten. Okay. They have the basis primary and okay. they go K through four and then they go fifth through twelfth. And no entrance exam because it's a charter school. It's a correct? charter school. I mean okay. you go and you take that entrance exam and they take mm. you. Okay. I mean and they do have they do have um, special special education mm -hmm. options. I mean there are children that go to basis with IEP and 504 plans. So they do have those services for those children. Okay, so when you had some of your children in private, uh, private Christian school, mm -hmm. I assume, um, what were the positives about that? Well, that we loved the faith-based education. We liked, we definitely liked the um, emphasis on giving and serving and, um, 
and, and just the opportunity to talk about your faith every day in every class in every you know prayer requests before class started and we are, we're going to all pray for each other and you know definitely a different environment a different atmosphere and um and I think you know you you knew what the teachers hearts were and that was I think the biggest the biggest benefit there what was the downside um to the to a private Christian school you know I don't really think I had much of a down I don't think we had much of a downside I think and in our in, in our experience the Christian school that my son attended it wasn't as diverse as I think I would have really liked um, and and I and I kind of had a nice comparison at the time because our daughter was in basis and he was at this Christian school and I really liked that she was exposed to so many different um, just different cultures and then different uh, financial people, just of all different financial backgrounds and, and financial abilities. And, and I really liked that about the basis. So, so now let's circle back to district school because your oldest went to um, public district mm-hmm. schools, but then you switched to another to a private school for junior high and high school. Mm-hmm. So what? So I, you already talked about this a little bit, but so the public school was great in the lower grades, mm-hmm. yes. but then you went, but you switched because of just the nature of some things. You know, we found just, when you knew getting to tr- when you get into the junior high age, as we know, anyone anyone that knows has had a junior high <laughs> a junior high child, uh, it's just as a little you, this, things start happening. You know, other students are kind of grouping together, and it's just a different you know different family issues from other students kind of spill over into school and there can be a group of kids that I mean God bless those junior high teachers it just was seemed like it was a group of kids and and my son Andrew seemed to be he, he's one of he's easily distracted so he would he loved to tell me about all the stuff that was going on in class <laughs> but then he couldn't tell me but I don't know if I have math homework he just was he needed to be in a more structured environment and, and it was and with a different atmosphere of children I think Okay, so now you have your two little ones. Yes. But three and four or five? Four and six. Four and six. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now they're obviously in school somewhere, at least the six. So they so are. They are in What, what choices are, have you made for those two? What a struggle. I find with all these choices, there's almost too many choices. I am so <laughs> overwhelmed with choices that there, it has been really challenging. We were, we were choosing a college for Sophia at the same time as we're choosing a kindergarten for Luke, and they were pretty much about the same stress level. Um, just because, you know, I know so much now, and you want to make the right choice. So um, we got, he, he did get a spot at the new basis primary that they're opening up. We're going to give it a try. We're going to see how it works for him. Uh, if not, we will, we have, you know, a private school that we were looking at as well. So we'll, we'll you know, if, it, if this doesn't work, mm-hmm. the benefit and the beauty here in Arizona is that you can, you know, make another choice. So that's why I think we're going to try basis for him. Well, I think that's one of the challenges because when your child starts kindergarten or first grade, you don't know what type of no. students are going to be. What, you know, are they going to be headed for a vocational mm-hmm. type of mm-hmm. career? Are they going to be academic? You just don't know. And so you've got to be willing to flex. Exactly. And he seems to be really interested in science and math. That seems to be what he loves. And so while we weren't actually basis wasn't on the list at first for him, it was kind of like, well, you know, maybe. But more and more, and I went and saw the curriculum that they were going to be using and went to the open house, and, and I thought, you know, we'll just see. This might be a good fit for Luke. But like I said, we'll, we'll, if it doesn't work out, we are not. We will make another choice. And then for Nathan? He is in preschool, so um, we're going to do a couple of years. Uh, when he's six, we'll start thinking about it. And, and I've told people now that I, if, if basis is not the right fit for him, we will make, you know, 
we will make another choice and he will go to, to another school. So he's going to a private preschool now. They do have an elementary school. So he, you, maybe he'll stay there. Uh, we don't, you know, we, we just need to kind of, it's like a wait and see, it's a wait and see. Now with all the different school opportunities that you've seen, um, we haven't talked a lot in this series about you know, a family that has a child with special needs. Mm -hmm. So have you, um, you know, and just your experience and what you've seen, and, and we can talk about what your um, profession is in a little bit, but have you um, any word for that parent who thinks that they have a special needs child? Oh goodness, yes. So I, I think the first thing you need to do, if, if you have a young child that maybe you've gone to the developmental pediatrician or your or even your regular pediatrician and they've said that, you know, we're, we're looking, you know, we think there might be something going on developmentally, I say, you know what, there are so, you're in the best state you could possibly be in terms of that child's education. There are so many options. I, I did this the, sa I, the same thing I did with one of my own children. You would call your um, school district, you would ask for an evaluation, they would be able to help you with a with a special education evaluation. It's called an IEP plan, uh, individual education plan. Yes, right? mm -hmm. they would be able to help you with that. Uh, you can use that IEP in Arizona to send your child to the private school of your choice. The state has made that available for you and share about through an empowerment scholarship through, through account. The first in the nation. It's it's our it's our education savings account, basically. Mm -hmm. The state has made it available to certain groups of children, and one of those is children with special needs. So if your child has an IEP or a 504 plan from a public school in here in Arizona, you can take advantage of this, and the state will give you the money that they would be spending on your child in the public school, and you are then able to take those dollars and send your child to private school, uh, do educational therapies, so you can pay for, you can choose your own speech therapist or occupational therapist or, or physical therapist or tutor and you can make those choices and or you can also homeschool your child you can purchase your choice of curriculum um, so many families with children with special needs benefit from our empowerment scholarship account program and that is just one of the many benefits here in Arizona we do have also a growing network of schools that are geared towards kids with special needs and that is in large part to the fact that we have these programs that help parents pay for them it doesn't matter their income they don't have to be of, of, of high financial means they can be low income and still take advantage of these programs for their child that always reminds me of the, the um, case of Lexi and Lexi's mm -hmm. Law, and where Lexi was a, a young child with a number of different issues, mm -hmm. cerebral palsy and a number of different things. And once her mother was able to get the special scholarship, the, now it's named after mm -hmm. Lexi, then, and yes, it was a it was high tuition, mm -hmm. but it was in a private school where she was able to flourish compared to the other school environment that she had been in. So it really affords the moms and dads to find the best school for their children's oh, needs. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And there's, and there's many, many, and they're growing even in, in smaller rural communities. I mean, that's my hope is that eventually as these programs grow, more and more options will come here to Arizona. I mean, we know parents are moving here. We are Maricopa County is one of the fastest growing in the nation. And I get calls every day from parents that are moving here specifically because they have a special needs child and they heard that in Arizona, they can get the education their child deserves. They can get that for their child. Okay, so Sarah, you talked about calls you get every day, mm -hmm. and you really have become a specialist in helping parents find ways to place their children, especially in private schools, when that's the choice that they've made. So share a little bit about what the call, you know, why do you get those calls? What are you doing to help parents? Well, I, I work for an organization called American Federation for Children, and we uh, we help families. We, we 
all across the country in, in states that have choice programs and I am the director of implementation here. So we have a group, a great team that helps, a bilingual team that helps all families. So we do outreach events and, and we find the families where they are and we help, we help you know, it takes a lot of education because when we have so many choices, parents, you know, sometimes it's just so confusing and they just say, well, I, you know, that's not for me. That must not be for me. This can't be real. We get that a lot. This just can't possibly be real. How would I be able to do that? So we have to explain to no, you absolutely can. So let's find a school. Let's find the program that works best for you and, and let's get the, your child in the school that best meets their needs. So that's, we spend a lot of time doing that and, and, we, we're, the population of kids on empowerment scholarship accounts is growing, the demand is growing, so it, it definitely keeps us busy. What's the website that a parent can go to to find out more about American Federation for Children? Well, our Arizona website where you can get information on all of our school choice options is azesa.org. And you can learn about our tax credit programs, scholarships through those, you can learn about um, the empowerment scholarship accounts, and you can also reach me if you have questions. So any final words or advice to, you know, the mom especially that's out there saying, oh my gosh, where do I get started? How, what do I do? I mean, any final words on that? You know, I tell people this all the time. It's, it may be overwhelming, but there are hundreds of families, thousands of families who've done this before you successfully, who've, who've educated their children and um, single moms with four kids that had no idea, you know, $25,000 a year, how am I possibly going to enroll my kids in private school? You must be kidding. And, and they're able to do it with the help of Arizona's scholarship programs and, and now just sing the praises of these programs. And so you can do it. It might take a little bit of work, a little faith, a little, little step of faith there, but if that's what you feel that you need to do that's best for your kids, then just take the help wherever you can get it and, and we can help you make it happen. And it's all worthwhile because this is about our children absolutely. and the future. Absolutely, absolutely. Great, well thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you.